Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, I'm Clive Anderson. Welcome to My 7 Wonders Live. In this podcast, I ask a special guest to select and talk about the seven wonders of his or her world. This episode is one of several we recorded in front of a live audience at the 2022 Edinburgh Festival Fringe. And the guest who joined me for this recording is a star comedian who has performed on the Edinburgh Fringe on many occasions. On television, he has fronted all sorts of comedy shows, more serious programmes, documentaries, quizzes and panel games sometimes as himself, sometimes in the guise of a pub landlord, or rather, the pub landlord. So here we are with an enthusiastic Edinburgh Fringe audience exploring the seven wonders of Al Murray. (laughs) Jolly good. Good to see... Good to see you. Well, that, that's right. Was the uh, pub landlord character? I think you invented it here in Edinburgh. Yes. On the spur of the moment. Or? Yeah. In uh, in 1994. Yes. Which um, is my carbon dating. And, yes. Um, I was doing a show with Harry Hill, and we we were in the Pleasant's Cabaret Bar, yeah. and had a gap in the show, which I'd failed to fill up to that point. I was supposed to be comparing. Yes. And hadn't come up with anything that worked. Oh, you weren't waiting for an actual different compare to No, turn no, up. Yeah. no. So we said, yeah. so I said to Harry, well, why don't we say the compare hasn't shown up and the barman's offered to fill in? Yes. And he, he said, yeah, we'll do what you want. Because yeah. all my bright ideas so far had worked so well. So had you tried lots of other characters? I tried that another slot? couple of things, yeah, yeah. And they just hadn't worked. And, I, and I, I wrote some ideas down, went on. Yeah. And did it, it initially started out that the, the, the landlord was not really very happy about being on stage and talking to people. That that wore off quite rapidly. Yes, um, he wasn't very confident, and obviously he is now. But um, and then we did a we did our fringe run, and by the end of it, I had an act. It was the yeah. strangest thing. The second day, I went cut my hair off. Yeah, bought a terrible suit, and we were away. Yeah. Well, I've done all that myself, so yeah. that's... Uh... <laughs> well, learn at the knee of the best, Clive. <laughs> so, uh, so did you then... I mean, I, I think I can work out the answers, but do you then think, aha, this is brilliant, I'll oh, be still doing this 30, no, I, 30 40 years no, later. No, I thought, will I, will I still be doing this in a fortnight, was what I was thinking, but, yeah. but I took it to the London cabaret circuit and it, and it worked, and it's because it's an attitude, it's a bottomless pit, you know, yeah. you just feed a subject in and sort of turn the yes. handle. So, so there have been lots of events in recent years. For, yeah, well, for, too. <laughs> I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's such a target-rich environment yeah. at the moment. For, for if you're, yeah. w- w- I mean, where, where do you even begin at the moment? There's so much, there's so much happening. Yeah. And there's so much sort of in conflict with itself as well. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a brilliant time to be writing about the world. So does it, would the Publand not have a view on the, you know, who, which conservative leader should become the actual leader? <laughs> well, he thinks he should be the conservative yeah. leader. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he actually, he had a grudging ad- admiration for Boris. Johnson, because he, w- I mean, wouldn't it be brilliant to be able to lie like that? Wouldn't it just yeah. be the greatest yeah. superpower to yes. look someone in the eye and yeah. say, I, I'm the, or even look your wife in the eye and say, the reason I had sex with your best friend was it was the best thing for me to do at the time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow, incredible. Well, but, but actually, it would have been preceded, no, I did not have sex well, with her. Well, uh, oh, yes, uh, that uh, is me in the photograph. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, accidentally, <laughs> a part of my body may have. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think, it, I mean, he's sort of, I mean, the thing is, uh, he, he, lots of people say about him that he's tremendous fun and he's a great laugh. And yeah. once you've met him, um, you'll you'll be you'll be bound by the spell. But the time I met him, I just thought he was a colossal arsehole. So, yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Well, you see him pictures his holiday in Greece. He's having at the moment. He looks yeah. as though he's having a good time. And he's, uh... Yeah, but it also looks it's a bit odd, isn't it? Because he's got those young people with him. There's no yeah. one his age, and I, no. I worry about him. You need to hang around with people of your own vintage, Clive. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, Job done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get, just tell us where your so we've mentioned where your where's your show? George, gig, gig for victory. Yes, called, isn't it? George Square Assembly. So here, 
And this is part of a big tour you're going. Are you permanently on tour? I have been this year. It's, yes. This is a sort of detour, though, because it's, it's not the whole show if you come, come to the theatre show. It's, just, it's basically just the first half. All right. Because um, I can't... Well, because people boo you off at the end of that, do they? <laughs> well... I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> first time for everything. But no, yeah. but, no but basically because I've only got an hour and it's that thing that where, yeah. the, where the, the show, the show, the theatre show, is they, they, they insist on an interval so they can sell drinks. Yes. And then it expands yeah. into sort of two-hour yeah. monsters. You don't need to have intervals here in Edinburgh to sell no. drinks. No. They're, <laughs> they're permanently on sale. Uh, right. OK. Now, uh, let's start with your first wonder, if we may, which is the Channel Tunnel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So a little bit of where I'm sure the pub landlord wouldn't necessarily think of Well, he used to... Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, my father was a, was a, was a railwayman, and so... Um, uh, we travelled everywhere by train. He, we had yeah. these tickets that meant we could travel everywhere, everywhere by train. Yes. And also, if a thing like the t- Channel Tunnel was getting built, we'd know about it. And, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, the pub landlord's view that was that the slow bit of... Because it used to be when you came into England on the, yeah. on the, on the shuttle or whatever it was... Yeah. Well, the, the, the train had to slow down because we hadn't built the track yet. Yes. And the gag, because <laughs> we hadn't just hadn't got round to it. Yeah. Whereas in France, it's a sort of straight line to Paris. Yeah. But, 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 um, and the gag I used to have was that the driver was English and he was, he was just trying to get in and out of France as quickly as he possibly could because <laughs> he was only yeah. human yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and enjoying the English bit of the ride. But, yes. I mean, I, I think it's the most... It's the most astonishing thing. You you and you 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 get in the train. It goes under the ground, and yeah. then you're under yeah. the ocean, and then you're. It's amazing, but also like lots of things in life that are really astonishing. About two minutes in, you forget. Yes. You go. All right, we're in a tunnel now. Yeah. Whatever. And it was fantastic. They managed to you know the two points met, and we thought, well, how's yeah. that going to work? And yeah. I, I I have a nostalgia moment, a sort of comedy moment, because I, I had a chat show on the telly at the time. We used yes. to do quite a lot of bits in between sketches and, and props, and the, the guys used to make fantastic props. And this one just had to work to get the laugh from the studio audience. So we had a super-duper train coming from France, going into the tunnel, yep. and it went into the model tunnel, and then out <laughs> came a sort of old steam train. Oh, brilliant. And, uh, brilliant. And, and, for, and it's like three, yeah. three seconds of television. Fantastic. Somebody working... Modeling, train modeling for oh, hours and hours. And if, it, and if it had gone wrong in the middle, we'd, oh, that's not work. We'll have to <laughs> throw that Fantastic. away. Fantastic. Yes. I mean, but the- oddly enough, now, just to stick up for, for Britain, oddly enough, it's kind of positions reversed now because if you start in London, yeah. you go to St Pancras, which is yeah. a fantastic station. Yeah, now, yeah. Beautifully rebuilt. Yeah. You go on the train, you get to Paris, and it's uh, Paris Gare du Nord is still a bit of a rather it's sweaty a bit, old station. It's a it? bit scruffy. I mean, the yeah. old King's Cross, you'd get off and there'd be that KFC opposite the station. Yeah. And you, and you'd think, right, I'm in London now. Yes, I'm yeah, back. Yeah. Whereas now, you yeah. know, there's such a shiny station. I just, but but the other thing about the Channel Tunnel, of course, is if you, it, it, like all good journeys in life, there is a wrong turning, and that's the one that goes to Brussels. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you, you, you stood at King's Cross, yeah. you think I could go to Brussels, I could go to Paris. Yeah. And you, the idea that you would go to Brussels. Yeah. You're going back into your pub landlord character. Bit, a <laughs> well, a little bit. So, yeah, is, is, a that little a, bit. is it a very liberating thing to have a character you perform? And I've obviously asked this sort of question to, to Dame Edna or yeah. you know, Barry Humphreys, yeah. even Steve Coogan, yeah. with, uh, his Alan Partridge, he thinks, or, and all his other characters. Yeah. You can say stuff that, well, you don't say you necessarily agree with, but you you'd like to say out well loud. yeah or or you, you know, you kind of want to hear out loud yes. um yeah and and also you could be you can be reactive in a, in a way you never you never ever would because I tend to agree with the last person I spoke to. Oh right. Whereas the pub <laughs> pub landlord, yeah. you know, agrees agrees only with himself. And he I, only I, listens to himself. Yeah, yes, and I, yeah, yeah, and I kind of admire that kind of yeah. confidence in people. So it's quite good to it's a fun thing to play with. And as you say, yeah. you're not yourself. There's a gap between you and it, and also yeah. the audience. The audience have that thing where they they know where they stand with the character. Whereas if I was myself, I wouldn't. I literally wouldn't know where to start. All right. Yeah. I would. If I if I was me mm. doing an hour stand, I literally wouldn't know what to begin with. Yeah. It would probably be. It's all right. I'm not going to be nasty to you at the front. Okay. And then and then probably be rude. Be nasty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, let, let's go on to your next uh, one, yeah. then, which is drums and drumming. Yeah. So now now even before you did the pub landlord, you mm. had another act, didn't you? Where you. Sound effects. Sound yeah. effects yeah. guy. Or did he have yeah. a name? Or? No, no. But I did sort of machine gun effects and stuff. Yes. And, the, and the sort of pinnacle moment in it was an impression of a car boot opening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you yeah. like... Yes, yeah, of course. We, it's exactly where we're heading. <laughs> and it goes like this. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then... Oh, hold yeah. on. Uh, uh, There's more. Then you close it. <laughs> like that. And that... 
Yeah. That used to absolutely yeah. that paid my rent for three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, rent was cheaper then, but but wait, is it akin to sort of beatboxing? You know, people who can do all the because you can do drums as yeah. well as well. It's all it's cars. about it's about sound. That's yes. why why I love drums is it's mm. about sound and noise and the yeah. tone and all that. But basically, beatboxing and all these it's because of the microphone and the PA that that sounds like anything at all. Yes. If, if you if I you know sat you down and did that impressed you you know in a bar it, would, it wouldn't sound like anything it's the it's the and it's the proximity of the microphone or as you go in it gets deeper and all that, yeah all that yeah all that stuff but yeah the drums is i, I play I, I started playing when i was about nine is animal in the muppets was why why i love drumming yes and and, and I, the thing is i'm not very good and one of the great moments in my life was realizing i wasn't very good and stopping yeah <laughs> concentrating on doing stand-up and uh Realise that you know it's important to know your limitations. Well, I realised a long while ago I was no good at anything, but I've carried on. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I've never done sound effects. So um, and and then on, and the, the drumming. Are you in a band? Have you been I, in a band? I've been in lot. I've been in lots and lots and lots of bands. In yeah. fact, the thing I was doing with Harry in '94, I was the drummer in this little pub band we were called uh, that we had, um, and with him and uh, a guy called Matt Bradstock, who sadly isn't, is no longer with us, and and and. So I was playing drums, playing drums at the Fringe a lot, and I yeah. played in a few bands and did the sort of there's the Camden Crawl you, the, the aspiring rock bands do, where you there's a string of pubs in Camden in North London yeah. that you're meant to play, which I found a, which we we would do and we'd find a sort of humiliating experience because we were all the bands there we were all nice boys who'd met at university and, and yes and that came across unfortunately <laughs> yeah. in our in our yeah. rock, in our rock music. So did you have uh, other than an ambition to be a musician or ambition to be a comedian? Do you have an ambition for a uh, you know, more university-based job, or no, not yeah. really. I mean, I, 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 I knew from when I was sort of fifteen, sixteen, that I wanted to perform. But I didn't know what it what it would yeah. what it would be. And, You're and a show off. Yeah, but that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. I think it's really important to to, yeah. to um, put that first. Yeah, I'm a yeah. show off. I love showing off. Yes, the, the laughter and approval of strangers yeah. is absolute elixir to my soul. <laughs> I think I don't mind saying that. And I, and, but the thing is, is you looked at comedy and you'd think. Well, there were like five stand-up comics, probably. There was Billy Connolly, but by the time sort of nine, eighteen, nineteen, Jasper Carrot, yeah. Kelly Monteith, Victoria Wood, and Ben Elton, yeah. and there were those five jobs had been taken. <laughs> and so, how could you do this? But lucky, thing? the world of comedy has expanded like yeah, I crazy. Know. I know yes. it's it's incredible. I mean, yeah. this, you know, the, from what the Fringe was like in. Well, when, I'm, when we were doing that in 94 to now, sort of exponential expansion is incredible. But as, as all biographical things note about you, you come from a very distinguished family. You're, oh, you're weird. Is it, yeah. is it William Thackeray or the son yes. of or something? No, or? he's my... He's my <laughs> <laughs> not quite, um, but he's my great-great-great-grandfather. All oh, right, yeah. yeah. And, and you're related to diplomats and all yeah. sorts of... So yeah. to, did, you, did anyone ever sort of sit you down and say, well, look, my boy, or... or well, my dad... You should be... My dad has never done that, but... But um, uh, he still calls me Alistair, which is my full name, as yeah. if to sort of make sure I'm pinned yes. to where I came from. But no, I mean, my 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 great uncle was in the Navy Lark. So there was some, there was an acting oh, right. thing, going, yeah. a guy called Stephen Murray. So there was some acting going on. All oh, right. Yeah. So you're a distinguished, you come from a distinguished comedy family, well, as well was, as a distinguished... Well, kind uh, of. He was, the, uh, stra he was the straight man in it. So yeah. he'd, um, he'd done a, uh, and it's really interesting, he's in Kenneth Williams' diaries. Kenneth Williams writes about him because he did a Lear, King Lear in 1947 or something and yeah. got such a bad review, he didn't show up. All right. For the rest of the run, oh wow! Didn't go in and had a yeah. had a breakdown. And and the the, the guy who put, was putting the navy lark together was a friend of his and gave him a job and basically oh. basically saved him. Oh great! Yeah. Well, that's kind of him. Yeah, because yeah. Kenneth Williams used to do serious acting. He was always yes, he did. He yeah. did he did St Joan or, or yeah, part that's of right. St Joan, and that's right. he was always going to go back and do something <laughs> worthy like that. Got stuck doing carry on I mean, films and and um, I, well, it was probably for the best, wasn't it? I mean, once you've seen Kenneth Williams be funny, yes. would you ever be able to take him seriously? Not because he always managed to. Put, he could do accents, but he'd do like five in the one sentence. Yeah, as right, a, yeah. Again, sort of showy off you, but but so drums and drum. And have, have I misremembered this? Do you actually own a drum company? You yes. make drums or sell yeah, drums. That's right. I've got a company in Stockport yeah. called the the British Drum Company because we wanted to 
say we're making them here. Yeah, you're banging the, the literally banging banging the drum. The drum. For, for, yeah, yes, yeah. and they're handmade in England by 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 blokes with a Stanley knife, and we make our own ply. And but we've got all sorts of big big rock bands now, so Iron Maiden and Kasabian and uh, the Charlatans and Bastille and all oh, these wow. drummers playing our stuff. So that's oh, fantastic. That's all very it's all very very serious. And and yeah. and. Uh, Lots of birch comes from Ukraine. I don't know if people knew that. No. And the, so the price of birch has yes. gone up and it's, all the wood market has been affected by events this year, which is like a thing no one would Yeah, well, a lot of birch of. in Ukraine and Russia and all those, yeah. that sort of northern tribes. Yeah, yeah, and fin- Finnish birch. So the price of Finnish birch has gone up because you can't get Ukrainian birch. All right. I mean... These are the things that keep me awake at night. Yeah. But that's very <laughs> impressive because while you're, you know, going around the country yeah. and doing, you know, an excellent stand-up act, you've also got people beavering away making drums, yeah. making you, I hope, a profit and a well, what, something well, your pension is being well, one created. Day, one day. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but it's but it's I mean it's really interesting working yeah. with, with craftsmen because they're uh, they're you know, they're 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 the really the really brilliant ones are very similar to you know, artists in, in this line of work. You know, they yeah. have they know what they want to do and they yes. figure out how to do it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh, excellent. So that's a, that's a very good reason to make it a uh, a wonder of your world. Your next one, though, is the Edinburgh Festival. The thing we're actually in at the moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that's a gimme, wasn't it? Um, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I, 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 the thing is, this is I, it's so brilliant. It's back, mm. and obviously, obviously, it it, it feels sort of. Nearly, nearly what it was like in 2019. Mm. You've got to expect that because yeah. it's got knocked off its axis. But I mean, I've been coming here since 1988. Yeah. I was in a kids' show, and then 1989 when I was in the worst show in the Fringe, <laughs> um, the Oxford Review, 1989, yes. directed by Stuart Lee. Uh, yes. Whatever happened to him? Yes. Um, and and I've been coming basically ever since. And it's, yeah. I just love it. It's the it's the it's the the greatest show on earth. It's the most incredible yeah. event. What, what was it like working with Stuart Lee? Because he's a very interesting comedian and, a, and an, he analyses other people's comedy. Very, and he's sort of critical and he's very imaginative. <laughs> was he always like that? Was he... Um, he, big... he, was, he was the sort of cocoon version of that when, yeah. um, when, I, when I knew. And I lived with him for a bit as well, mm. which, was, which was interesting. But yes, he was all, he's always been very like... He's always done the critique. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, he's always sat, sat back from it and... Yeah. Uh, Pull, pull things apart, yeah. um, which he's made, which he's made great sport out of as well. Which is so. Uh, see, he's he's happy pulling other people's things apart, and maybe he's yeah. In, in his own, but how did he react, or how did you react to having a, a bad oh, review? We, well, we were all we were all, you know, what what does yeah. what does Michael Billington know? Yeah. <laughs> what do these critics know? We're we're the we're the pioneers. We're the frontiers. Yes. And but on reflection, they were right. The show is so yeah. shit. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, Michael Bennington described a, sh- a review I was in. It uh, start with the opening words with this this dismal little review, and, <laughs> and uh, there was nothing to argue about in that. Mm. Uh, so uh, you, it's, it's a rite of passage, isn't it, to be yeah, absolutely be all over the coals. And they're the reviews you remember yeah. as well. That's the annoying thing. I mean, yeah. I can't remember any of the good ones I've had. Watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, the Ed- it's the Edinburgh Festival. So I, I suppose you mean the Edinburgh Festival and Fringe. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing. thing. Um, yeah. My parents they used to always come, and they'd always. My, my, I'd say to my dad, "Well, what, what are you doing tonight?" Well, we're going to the to the opera. Yeah. I think what opera? Yeah. There's no opera on. Yeah. What's he talking about? And we're going to the ballet tomorrow yeah. night. What is the ballet? What yeah. are you talking about? Why aren't you going to see you know something uh, in a in a porter cabin? Yeah, um, yeah. at four in the morning with yeah. the. Local flash at you probably. I mean, but that's that. But that was the idea. I think it was 1947 they started yeah. it, and it was to bring in a, an opera company from yeah. from you know Italy or something, yeah. and, a, and an innovative production from the uh, the new National Theatre or something. Yeah. And, and but it was very soon. It's a bit like uh, Claudia Wilkerman's face. It was soon overwhelmed by its fringe. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so, um, so anyway, so that's... Uh, <laughs> but I think I've lived here yeah. longer than... Apart from home, this is the city I've lived in the most... Oh, right. ...over the years. Yeah. And I've probably lived here something like two years, if you, yeah. if you total... Yeah, yeah. ...something approaching that. And my eldest daughter was born here in 1999... Oh, right. ...during the... During the fringe, I thought you were going to say it was conceived here. That would be that, that was no, we're not more, here for that. Kind no, of I'm chat. sorry. No, okay, all right. <laughs> but uh, so that obviously bad planning on my part, but um, uh, well, on our part, um, but <laughs> um, but that that so I had this very odd yeah. week the last week in '99 where obviously I was we were having a great run and all sorts of amazing things happened, but but we'd, I'd had a baby on the Monday and I was sort of preoccupied. 
Yes, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but do you have a relationship with Edinburgh, out, you know, out with the, the festival? And yes, French? I've lots of friends here. So because yeah. I play in a I play in a band that's based in Scotland as well. It's one of the one of the drumming things I do, um, called the Fat Cops, and <laughs> and some of them live well, some of them couple of them live here or in Berlin one lives in Berlino and 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 then the others are in Glasgow and Stirling so we we sort of have to kind of meet in the middle although yes. no one wants to go to Glenrothes but we we um <laughs> uh we so I do come up and have a sort of sort of stuff to do here as well yes so you're quite you were you were keen on England and Scotland staying together United Kingdom staying together the well, last time well I mean if maybe we trade East Anglia <laughs> I think that's going into the, into the sea it's isn't it the sea. it's not a good it's trading <laughs> <laughs> so Ed, the Edinburgh Festival uh, yeah. And, um, yeah and it's a bit obvious that but it but I, I when I used to come here all those years ago you'd get in a cab back in London you'd treat yourself to a taxi home yeah and the Cab driver wouldn't have heard of the. You, yes. What have you been doing? Well, I've been yeah. to the Edinburgh Fringe. What's yeah. that? Yeah. You'd explain it to them, whatever. But yeah. now people know. And and yeah. one of the things, this, this, this sort of two weeks before the Fringe is the annual It's Not As Good As It Used To Be article. Yes. Right. And those articles aren't as good as they used to be. Right? <laughs> because I think they've less of a case to answer. This this most the most amazing yeah. thing. And also if you're gonna have lots of degrees where people are studying arts and media, yeah. you're gonna have more people doing this. It's sure. sort of yeah. obvious. And I I, I mean I, I I I always when I first get here, I always walk up the Royal Mile mm. and and look at these people here to express themselves and leaflet yeah. and yes. live their dream. And it's yeah. it's amazing. I always take leaflets when they're offered to me. Yes, I do. But I, sometimes they don't offer them. You know, they all look at me and think, oh, he's too old to go do a leaflet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have taken it, honestly. I'm not necessarily going to go to the show, but just because the person handing out the leaflets yeah. just wants to get rid of the leaflets. Yeah, yeah, so, of course. Yeah. So they can get to the pub. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, of course, for the couple of weeks or no, a month, yeah. Edinburgh comes like the Nashville of comedy, doesn't yeah. it? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, but. Uh, you're right. It be- seems like the centre of the universe when you're here. Yeah. And uh, not always when you go somewhere. Well, the, lots of, co- I mean, lots of comics talk about, uh, you know, you, we'll tell you about when they came to Edinburgh out yeah. in February. Yeah. And you get here and you think, well, where, where is it? Where, what, what, what's gone wrong? Yes. Where are all the people? And there are cars on the Royal Mile and that sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, um, and obviously there's, obviously there's a city here that's got its own business to mind. Yes. And the fringe isn't the most important thing necessarily, but. I always think, you know, students who come here in the, in the fringe and think, well, you know, I think I'll apply to uh, Edinburgh <laughs> University. And then the next thing they are, it's November in Edinburgh, but the rind and the wane is coming hor- horizontally at them. And Edinburgh isn't, I mean, there'll, there'll be obviously some people here from Edinburgh, so you'd have to admit, it isn't quite the same uh, when the yeah. festival is on. It's yeah. not quite as welcoming of, of street performers and <laughs> <laughs> another unnecessary entertainment like that. <laughs> Okay, so well, you'll not be surprised to learn. But I did. I've uh, done, you know, thirty of these before mm. I came here. Of I'm these sure, ones. that's come and up and uh, hardly any overlaps. But now we've come here. Yeah, I wouldn't say everybody says, but a lot of people said either Fringe or, or Edinburgh or yeah. or just the whole idea of having a festival somewhere. So well, that's good because it means you you're all liking it. You're well, like, yeah, but like that's also here. performers desperate to get the audience on side at least <laughs> once. <Yeah>. Okay, so. <laughs> all right. So now your next uh, wonder is uh, slightly oddly worded, but uh, you'll explain it, no doubt. Being interested in the Second World War obligatory Spitfire picture. Well, I. <laughs> no. uh, uh, well, so you, I, I so you imagined some AV. Oh, you, oh, you, what are you expecting? Yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we are doing it for a podcast where people aren't going to be seeing it. But I take your point. A picture I mean, of the Spitfire were, would be good. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, if we were, if we were, to, that's what would come up. Yes. Or a picture of Winston Churchill. Yes. And um, and I've I've always been interested in the Second World War from from being a boy in the seventies with an action man and making airfix models and, wa- and sort of watching war films. Right. To now having a sort of much more a much more serious and involved interest in it. And, but I'm I'm interested in every aspect of it. I'm interested in the history and what mm. happened, and the. But I'm also interested in sort of where it sits in in culture and people's imaginations, yeah. and and sort of um, also the drivel you hear about it, which I which I which I entertains me greatly. Yes. And and I, I the start of the pandemic was real, and this is very much a, probably more in England and in London than here yeah. was being compared to the Second World War a lot. Yeah. Which I just thought was basically hilarious. Yeah. Because. Because we only know in England, people only know two history things. It's it's Henry VIII mm. and the Second World yeah. War. Yes, and you can't compare COVID nineteen to Anne Boleyn. So, <laughs> so what are you going to do? Yes. it's got to be the Blitz. And I and I find all that really really interesting, and all the sort of all the ideas. And it's a, 
I've been doing this this again a podcast over the over the um over the pandemic that really took off with a historian called James Holland. He's a brilliant writer and a, and, a, and he's a sort of encyclopedia. Yeah. So I say, tell me about what happened today in 1941, and he'll he'll reel off all the stuff. Yeah, and and, and I. I say, gee, that that's interesting. That's my role, really. But I've we we we've reached the point where we have a sort of big loyal listenership. We we put a festival on, a history festival on yeah. in September. Then again, l- last month, you know, that thousands of people came to, and we had. So we where had, did you go? Where, where, where near, did they go? Near near Silverstone, a place near Silverstone, and we had. So we had historians. We had a, a chap called Morris Blake, who's a sculptor, but who survived Belson, was a little boy. Yeah. Um, we had uh, Catherine Himmler, who is Heinrich Himmler's great niece, oh, right. who has researched her family, because she says, all right, all very well knowing about my great uncle, who's yeah. a, who's an internationally known villain. Well, what were the rest of them doing? Yeah. And they were all, they were all yeah. Nazis as well. And so she's trying to say, what's happened in Germany is we've tried to pin it on the famous people and yeah. poor old Germany got bamboozled. Yes. Because in fact, she's saying everyone was, everyone was into it, everyone, yeah. and, and stuff like that. And then we also had... Well, some were more than others though, weren't well, they? Well, the, yes, of the, course. The industrial complexes well, supplying, whether it's the uniforms yeah. or the gas or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mean, yeah. of course. Yeah. But, but, but she, so she was really interesting about that. And then, but then we also had some sort of, we've got this, 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 this group of living historians who, um, so they, they're not reenactors yeah. uh, and they'd be, they'd be terribly upset <laughs> if you called them that. Yeah. But they, they call themselves Monty's men. And what they do is yeah. they wear the uniforms have the kit, smoke the cigarettes, eat the rations of what they yes. would have done in 1944. Yeah. And there's a, where the site is, there's a wood and they went into the wood and camped in the wood yeah. and would do demonstrations of sort of field craft and stuff. And they, they were doing this thing where on the Saturday morning they would stand too, which is what the army do, half an hour before dawn, everyone mm. wakes up and you all get ready for an attack. So yeah. they did that. And nine of our punters, because we had people camping yeah. who were drunk, and had been drinking all night, yeah. came down to ask them questions yeah. at half past four in the morning about what they were doing. <laughs> and it's just sort of yes. amazing, really. So, yeah. so I'm just, I'm fascinated by the entire thing. It's such an interesting event as well, because it's, yeah. there's so much we don't know about because of our British perspective as well. Well, I had an idea uh, at least 22, 20 years too late. Yeah. For, so that I, what a brilliant idea it would have been if I had been on the television in time to, to start a series called What Did You Do in the War, yeah. Daddy? Yeah. And I, my father as happened flew in Bomber Command. Right. So he could have taken me to some, he flew in Gosh. those Wellingtons, which is, you know, yeah. made yeah. of wood and he was crammed yeah. in there somewhere. So he'd be too old, old and you know, awkward to get in that now. And yeah. I would say, oh, yeah, but you had to sit in here. And then you could do that with all sorts of people, yeah. including, uh, you know, your German example to say, yeah, you know, yeah. so what did you do in the war, Daddy or Granddad? And yeah. Explain. Well, that would be uh, that would yeah, be, yeah, be fantastic, yeah. and we'll be pinching that. Yeah. Well, uh, I, well, I mean, you can pinch any or all of it. It's just it's yeah. the, the the person you need there is yeah. my father or yeah. or the, the relevant person. They're no longer available. For, did he talk about it? Uh, not a huge amount. He had a few stories. My mother met him. They met because they were both in the RAF. Right. They both accidentally in the RAF, and yeah. they only got together because of the war. And uh, and her fiance died, and so so I, I, it's a complete product. So uh, you only have one sort of really. Uh, it's not even an exciting story, but it's a, it's a, uh, it's not really time for me to tell my stories in this. No, one. no, no. But but it's a sort of an example. It tells a lot in this story. Yeah. He was flying with the same crew for a lot of times, and he was setting off on another mission. And at the last minute, they said, "No, no." Uh, whatever it was, flight lieutenant Anderson, you, you've got to go and do the debriefing of another, you know, more junior people. Right. Somebody else substituted him. Off that flight went, and of course... And they didn't he, come back. They didn't come back. And then the extra bit of the story is, uh, and I, it may have been he tidied up a bit of an anecdote, I don't know. But three days later, he went to a dance. And at the dance, there was the fiancé of one of the people in, in that flight. And she saw him and fainted because she thought... He must have been in that flight. He must have died. Her fian- so she fainted with the astonishing thought she was seeing a ghost. When the, I mean, but the, odd enough, it's the sort of subtext of that is that yeah. two days after all your crew have died or your fiance have died, you still go to a dance. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's that's what you did in yeah. those days. You just got on with it. Yeah, and uh, for, for oh good God. or ill, that's what happened. God, but it's not. So it's not a it's not an action story. But it's a no, 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 no. And, but it's about and my existence uh, depended upon him being taken out of that uh, that. Um, Wow. That trip, that uh, voyage. Blimey. And everybody's did. You know, every, you see, this, yeah. this is why I don't understand why people aren't interested in the Second World War, because <laughs> you get stuff like this. That's incredible. Are we a bit too obsessed? Right? It's, our, it's our sort of creation myth in a way. Well, like, yeah, because it is. Britain it, stood alone for those vital months and then 
stood with all the other yeah. people. Well, the and Br- it's a worthy war to have won. Well, the British but, Empire stood alone, and that, this is where we get into the... No, I don't... I mean, it was... As we see it, yeah. And a lot of wars afterwards, you might think, what the hell did we do that for? And And it seems... You know, after it seemed more and more important that the yeah. war was won, as yeah. more and more stuff came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sort of you could some mm. you could sort of say it's the last good thing. Yes, that happened. <laughs> kind of. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, but you, yeah. no. Nationally, if you want. Yes. You know, that's yeah. it. And, and okay. If you're right. going to have a foundation well, myth, I would if I went to Scotland. Say, what about the 1966 World Cup? Because that's <laughs> that's the only that's the only other thing people in England know they can ever remember. But oh, uh, God. <laughs> Or 67 when Scotland beat England at Wembley. If you want that. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Your next one is Spike Milligan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, and a, and a round of applause to Spike Milligan. That's yeah. good. Nothing for the Second World War. <laughs> well, <laughs> but Spike Milligan, yes. Well, I, I yeah. um, um, you're too young to remember. Well, Spike no, Milligan, no, because no, my father was was really into. I, I remember we went to see Treasure Island. Um, oh, right, yes, I with know. him in it. Yes, in sort of when I must have been five or six. Yes, and he was playing Ben Gunn, and basically he would come on. Yeah, and. The rest of the cast, obviously, it said Spike does ten. Yes, on the on the running order. Yeah, uh, and uh, and you got this feeling the whole. I, I didn't know who he was. I didn't yeah. know what he was. What what, what he represented yeah. to people. And you got this real ripple through the room of excitement. Yeah. What the hell is he going to do? And he just did whatever. And he, he felt did. Like. I, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. He was obsessed with cheese or something. Yeah, asking everyone for cheese. Yeah, was the running joke. And 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 I remember my father being thrilled. And then in the loo, yeah. we had his war memoirs and a goon show script. Huh. And and. Uh, with the batter pudding hurler of Bexelon C yes. and all that sort of stuff. Yes. And I, I remember recording Milligan goon scripts, doing the voices as I imagined them to myself on a cassette yeah. and then listening back to them. I was, I was fascinated by him because his mind is so uh, uh, bizarre. And, yeah. um, but also totally important to comedy. Like he's, he's, the, he's the person who busts the whole thing open in, in, yeah. the, in the early 50s. Yeah, and then you know, Monty Python sort of came on after him. and Yeah. Uh, and sort of yeah, followed well, his lead. Well, Michael Palin famously said, you know, they, they 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 thought they'd come up with this thing where the sketches would sort of dissolve and fall apart. And yeah. then, they, then he watched Q5 and he thought, well, Milligan's beaten us to it. Yeah. He's, he's done it already. He'd done it already, did it on television. Yeah. 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 And then he became, a, I mean, he was a, he was a stressed person. He got, <laughs> he got stressed writing the Goon Show. Yeah. And he stressed when he wasn't doing stuff. Yeah. And he turned to writing poetry and yeah. children's books because he couldn't get... Much more TV work or, or work yes, like and that. he sort of and, and then he did stuff in the seventies that's really that you, you yeah. watched like Curry and Chips. You Curry think, Chips is an odd one. Wasn't what it? on earth's going on there? Yeah. It, 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 Do you remember that? It was a it was very much of its time. But Johnny Spate wrote it, so he was yes. he always claims it was sort of uh, yeah, anti-racist yeah, 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 in a way. Yeah. But it, uh, it's not going to get repeated anytime soon on no. on BBC Four. That's, they that's sh- certainly won't be showing it at the Pleasants. <laughs> but um, but uh, I mean, I, I, uh, but he's such an interesting man, and and the, I yeah. mean all that time he was writing the goon show where basically he was in a mental hospital all week yeah um and they they'd bring him in in a taxi on the sunday morning they'd read next week's script then they'd rehearse this week's script they'd give him the notes and they'd put him back in the taxi and send him back to the mental hospital absolutely incredible (laughs) 
happen? I mean, would, would you be able to do that no, now? No, no. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. He did wrote one novel, which was called Pakun, yeah. which sort of combined a lot of things, yeah. including sort of war and, yeah. and his philosophy and thing. But they keep trying to film it. It doesn't quite work. Yes, it's film. sort of impossible yeah. to put it on, on yes. film. Yeah. I've got. I, I just just because you reminded me, I, I printed out a, one of his great scripts about the, what you. What's the time, Eccles? Do you, do you know that one? Yeah, yeah. I, actually, we've probably got time to do. I was going to get you to read it out, but I think we we might. Oh, not. go on. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what do you want to be, Blue Bottle? Blue Bottle! I don't think I can do the voice. I'll do Blue Bottle. And what's Eccles? What is he? Oh, Eccles is like oh, okay. that. Okay, well, I'll do that then. So. What? What time is it, Eccles? Oh, just a minute. I've got it written down here on a piece of paper. A nice man wrote down the time for me this morning. Oh, then why do you carry it around with you, Eccles? Well, um, if anybody asks me the time, I can show it to him. Wait a minute, Eccles, my good man. What is it, my good fellow? <laughs> It's written on this piece, written on this piece of paper, which is eight o'clock. What is eight o'clock is written? Yeah, I, I know that, my good fellow. That's right. Um, when I asked the fellow to write it down, it was eight o'clock. Well then, supposing when somebody asks you the time, but it isn't eight o'clock. Well, then I don't show it to him. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, how do you know when it's eight o'clock? I've got it written down on a piece of paper. <laughs> I wish I could afford a piece of paper with a time written on. Ooh. Here, Eccles. Yeah? Let me hold that piece of paper to my ear, would you? Here. This piece of paper ain't going. What? I've been sold a forgery? <laughs> no wonder it stopped at eight o'clock. Oh, dear. <laughs> you, should, you should get one of them things my granddad's got. Ooh. His, his firm give it to him when he retired. Ooh. It's one of them things, what it is that wakes you up at eight o'clock... Pours a kettle and pours a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's it called? My grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. How does she know when it's eight o'clock? She's got it written down in a piece yeah. of paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, that, that, that's, that's like who's on first base, yes, isn't it? That's, yeah. Or Ab Ab Abbott and Costello yeah, or the Marx Brothers. It's taking perfect. the idea with it. would have been a better idea if I'd printed out two copies and rehearsed it with <laughs> you. If I'd worn my reading glasses as well. <laughs> <laughs> so I we didn't destroy it too much. So, nah. so Spike Milligan, um, yeah. did you ever to meet him? I, I, I interviewed him once. It did was, you? It, How it, was it? It was an interesting experience. He was quite old and frail. I think he wasn't quite as old and frail as he was pretending to be. Yeah. And he, and he started as say say something and he and he sort of giggled because he thought of a joke and said it out loud and he laughed again it was a great performance yeah because i'd seen him do that joke in that way oh, on previous programs right, okay <laughs> so Fair he was enough. still the, wanted to be the, the, the performer yeah. as well as the creator of a no i never i never had the yeah. luck, luck to yeah. meet him a friend of mine met him yeah. um harry hill met him yeah. and went and sort of yeah. bowed and scraped and spiked on to f off yes well he did that to prince charles because yeah, he yeah, got given yeah, yeah. an That's award right. the british comedy awards which yeah. is always a very drunken yeah. occasion and then there was a message from prince charles yeah. and he was really, he was a big fan of his yeah. they, they, they loved him each a other. groveling groveling little yes yeah too. something yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, he went for the laugh it was uh, yeah. <laughs> so we've got to go on to the next uh, wonder uh, which is uh, windows updates yeah i just wonder what they're for <laughs> I mean, you sat at your computer. Yes. It tells you it needs to update. Yes. Sometimes it does it when you're turning it on, and then it goes, yeah. you know, you get the percentage, and then it says, do not turn this off. Um, and they don't say why, but yeah. do not turn it off until it's finished. Yes. And then sometimes the update will run, and then the computer will reappear exactly the same, so nothing's apparently happened. Yeah. But other times the update will run, and the, it'll appear, and it's completely unrecognisable. Yeah. And you won't know your way around any of the menus or any of it, and yeah. the, but it's for your own good. Yes. And I, 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 love, I love technology, but it's Windows updates. Every time I scratch my head and think, what, what's going on? What's well... Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I don't use Windows myself. I'm an Apple man, uh, but they do the same thing. And it's, yeah. they normally say, well, it was special extra security or there's, there's some, somebody's broken in and taken all your bank details. So we, <laughs> thought we, we thought we might tidy that up for you. And, now it's uh, happened. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, but the whole thing is, is a mystery, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the, it's a uh, complete mystery. It's a, it's a, it, 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 it's, 
And obviously, the people doing it know better. I'm, 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 comf- I'm comfortable with that. But yeah. It's just the sort of strangeness of updates sometimes, that, that especially when they decide that actually how you wanted it was the, the, the you know, the start button somewhere else. All right. And you've been, you've been wrong. You've been wrong all yeah. your life yeah. about wanting on the left hand side of the screen. It belongs over here now. Yeah. And I find all that. I, find, I, I sort of find the eternal mystery of it mm. sort of beautiful in a way. But, but there's mysteries within mysteries, isn't there? Yeah, and exactly. if, you, if you click on an icon, then something happens. How does who who is telling what to do there? Is I that, don't know. Is that uh, no one knows how email works, Clive? No, no one. Oh, does anyone here know how email works? No, no. How does a silicon chip work? They say no it's idea. all under silicon chip. What? Why? Why is silicon lying around all these centuries, capable of taking all yeah. the information? And and it didn't occur to anyone up to this point. Yeah. yeah no. I, uh, the, the sort of. Someone described uh, programming as the closest thing to magic that exists in the world yeah. because you you literally write the word down words down and then something happens. It's like an it's yeah. like an incantation. Com- yes, uh, yeah. programming computer. And I, I think I kind of I'm happy with that explanation because it's too difficult to yeah. figure out how it works. Well, I keep saying to myself, and indeed in these conversations, whenever it arises, we should you should always concentrate on being grateful when things work because <laughs> you get you can get information from you know the smithsonian museum yeah. in washington yeah. at your desktop in three seconds yeah. most of the time yeah no it's and then something, something goes wrong there's a your wi-fi goes on the blink or there's something and it, you have to wait 10 minutes for the getting that information yeah. something yeah. would have taken you in living memory would have taken you three weeks to have, to well, have got, even if you could have found it anywhere well yeah and and you'd have to buy a big expensive book yes um, you certainly yeah. would have to go on a bus to, yeah. to a reference library yeah. and found that somebody else had got it and yeah. it's out of date and yeah. yet we get so so cross when things yeah. do, we get used to those. Sort of things. So that's why Windows updates are a wonder. Yes, yeah, exactly. But so so it's not really Windows up; it's everything. To it's all your, of it. Computers, yes, the lot. Yeah. yeah. So if if um, there was a, some, suddenly a loss of all that in the world, you know, there was some outage or somebody interfered with it in some you know attack, a cyber attack. Yeah. Could you cope with uh, running your world without all that? Absolutely not. No. No. Yeah. I'd, I'd be. I'd be. Oh, I'd be, I'd be all, all sorts of things. I wouldn't be able to. I'd have to go to the shops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'd have to watch terrestrial television. Yeah. You know, all yeah. the indignity. <laughs> do you write? Do you write material? Do you write that on a computer? Yeah, it's or? all on the. Com- I yeah. write, I've, I've saved everything I've ever written. I've got have these you? ancient files. That there's a year one file from like '94 when I started writing Pub Landlord. Yes, I've saved everything. Yeah. Um, at a sort of in a sort of compulsive way, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I use them. I use all the machines, and I, yeah. I, 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 I mean, my daughter's here. She'll tell you I'm quite gadgety. Yes. In fact, my elder yeah. daughter at one point went, "Oh, you and your gadgets." All oh, right. In in that tone that a teenager can muster. Yeah. Well, don't be too rude about them because they probably have to sort it out for you. When it, well, no, they're clueless. Oh, right. Okay. Thing. <laughs> young people who don't know, you know. Now, when you say you keep all your, you know, the material you've written, yeah. is that because you want to go back and use it sometime, or is it just a, almost like a defence mechanism? Somebody says, "Oh, you, you, you ripped me off." No, no, I did no, this. Or no. is it just for the for the sake of having it? It's for the sake of having it, and also, I got, I went through a period of, of, of. of you know, because when you write, maybe nine out of ten things don't work, and yes. the, the one out of ten is the thing that sort of, sort of surfaces as the bobs to the top as the yeah. thing that will work. And, that, and, and but I've always always thought that as you get better at performing, you, you're better at selling ideas in. And I and I, I will go back and look for things and think maybe I can make that work now. Maybe I had that the wrong way round. All right. And when I write a new show, I basically look across everything, and look at look at what's worked and what hasn't and why, and yeah. then and then sort of start again from there. Right. Um, now uh, we're getting to your last wonder, but yeah. I was um, I was surprised to see <laughs> you didn't have cricket or anything to do with cricket. No, I know you're no. a big cricket. Fan. I do love cricket, but but um, but um, I, I sort of came to cricket um, in a complete fair weather friend style when yeah. the, when um, uh, the England won the Ashes, the, the, the Flintoff series, and so I, yes. so up to that point they'd been rubbish, and so I wasn't interested. And I, I'm oh, a complete, you're a glory hunter. I'm absolute yeah. 100% glory hunter. You're an Australian until then. Essentially, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so my interest is, yeah. I love cricket, but it's, it's fairly skin deep. Well, I, I noted, or it is noted in stuff about you, that as a cricket fan, you were invited to attend a farewell lunch oh, God. for the England cricket team oh, before their departure for the 2013-14 Ashes Series. 
Now, since we're in rugby, those dates mean nothing in cricket. But uh, uh, yes, how I, did they do after Well, I toasted them off. Yes. And, and I did this big, really vainglorious pub landlord speech about yeah. how they were going to go and crush the Aussies. Yes. And it would be... Because they'd won that summer. Yeah. And, uh, and they lost 5 nil. And yeah. I, I think <laughs> so I felt entirely responsible. The, the sort of first whitewash for years. Or yeah, 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 yeah. And, and we, there was a dinner at Lord's and they were all there. Yeah. And it was in the middle of the Kevin Peterson... Blackberry, because uh, that's how long ago it was, yeah. when he'd been sending messages to the South African team. And I did a joke about joking, him. Joking about the England team. That's or, right. Or and critical he, of the England Exactly. Team. And, and I did a joke about him and he was there and the whole room went, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't do it. Yeah. Um, but I toasted them off and I've got a picture in my, in, in my loo with them all and they were yeah. terribly nice lads and then they got drubbed. Yes. So I wasn't a fan. I only watched the first first <laughs> yeah. test and they, then gave up on them. They didn't have you back for another lunch no. later. You're, no, you're, no, no, I've not no been No more that back. pub landlord. But mind you, <laughs> Peterson's no longer there. So, uh, all right, your last uh, wonder, yeah. uh, certainly doesn't fit in with the pub landlord, uh, is France. Yeah. Yeah. France is incredible. Yeah. Um, I, 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 my, my in-laws have a house there. And so I've been going there fairly, fairly often. And um, I just sort of find the idea that this, this country actually next door that you know they're our yeah. next door neighbors and we're, our history is entangled yeah. it's, it's completely not like here yeah. how is that possible what what on earth's gone on why is their bread nice i mean what, <laughs> what, what yes how, how are they this yeah. close to us yeah and this closely related to us and everything's completely different what what on earth is going on and and it's i find the channel that, the channel which you've yeah, now know, been but, undermined by the tunnel so I know, we, but we should know, get good bread now i know but it's also but it's also you know Holland is a bit like Netherlands, a bit like us, yeah, a bit, and but and Germany sort of there's elements, but, yeah. but France is like it's like it's another planet. It's it's so amazing, yeah, and the, and all the all the attitudes. I just find it when I go there, I sort of think, what the, what on earth's going on? How how are you so different to us? Yeah, no, that's a good point. But it's uh, so it's it's lovely that it's somewhere close. That's a yeah, bit yeah, yeah, well, yeah, considerably, yeah, and therefore. But how balmy it is! So you know, every yeah. village has a mayor. And if you, because we had some work done on this house. And so what you have to do is you have to get the mayor. And it's a village with like 300 people in it. There's still a mayor. Yeah. And there's a mary, the mary down at the bottom of the hill. So you, yeah. you get him in and you basically give him a bottle of whiskey and say, you don't mind us doing this extension, do you? He goes, oh, no, 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 And so, and, and that's how you get your planning permission. All right. So Unless it's corrupt. Was, well, well, not corrupt is the right word. Yeah. We've informed him. He knows what's yeah. going on. Sure. And... And we, well, you know, we've helped I, I him. I need a bit more explanation. <laughs> exactly. Maybe a case of whiskey. Well, well, yeah, yeah. well. But then, what can also happen is he can go. I, I can't. No, I'll kick this upstairs. So it goes up the next level. Yeah. And what's amazing about France is the the, 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 the bureaucracy is how the, it's just it's in everything. So a friend of mine, he hunts. He does the chasse there, and and it's a friend of mine. He's an English guy, and he's gone there, and he's he's sort of he's gone native. So he's the yeah. deputy mayor of his village, and yeah. and he's super involved in what's going on. And he's, he, go, he does la chasse. But to go hunting, if you, if you go hunting, and they've got this mad thing where they have, there's these pigeons that fly through the treetops called palombe. Mm. And so they build a hide, they built this hide in the treetops. And they go there at nine, eight o'clock in the morning with a bottle of red wine, three shotguns, um, some sausage and some bread. Yeah. No pigeons come by. Yeah. They drink the wine, eat the sausage and the bread. Yeah. And then climb down a very narrow, narrow ladder, twenty meters down to the bottom of the tree, and yeah. then they have to write a report, and they have to file a report in triplicate as to what Lachasse, what the hunter's done. Oh. They don't just go out and shoot a rabbit. They, it's all all the bureaucracy. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing, and you think we wouldn't tolerate that nonsense, well, would we? Yeah, we tolerate our own nonsense. Well, exactly. Well, I suppose it's different, different nonsense. I suppose, yeah. but I just find a place. Yeah. I find a place yeah. because it's only over, it, like you say, it's only over there, yeah. and it's so wildly different. Yes. You've done quite a few television programmes, I suppose, with yes. your tongue in your cheek, uh, are based around the sort of patriotism of yes. this kind of thing. There's one, was it, uh, why, 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 why does pre- everybody hate the English? Yes, yeah. well, I was going to come to that, because that's, yeah. uh, why is there, there are probably plenty of people in this audience will be able to answer no. that question for you, but... Uh, did you come to any? And was why did Britain? Why does Britain always win all the? Well, wars? why does Britain win every war? As yeah. well, was, this, was this the second series? Yeah. But the, why does everyone? Well, I mean, which isn't even true. Well, yeah, but but very often yeah. you, know, you stress test a question, don't you? Yeah. Um, uh, the, 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 why does everyone hate the English? What was so interesting about that is we went to France, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, and Germany, and every single one of those programs was completely different. Because yeah. in France, I was, and it's with another uh, comedian from yeah. from the, that. 
any of those countries. Yeah. So it was Henning for Germany. Right. And basically in Germany, no one thinks, in the way that the, lots of English people, or if you read the newspapers, some of the newspapers, were obsessed with the Germans and the yeah. war. Yeah. No one in Germany even thinks of the English we're not, we're, you know, you go to the... Not on the radar, if that's, not, the, wrong, exactly, if that's the right expression exactly, to use. Exactly, <laughs> exactly right. It's just no one, it's not a, mm. not a topic at all. Yes. So we'd go around going, why do you, why do you hate us? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, yeah. Um, How about when you came up here? Well, <laughs> um, well you got somebody to say why well, they well, hate Well, Fred McCauley was my guide yeah. on that. All oh, right. And, uh, and, 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 and that was, it was just interesting how different, how different yeah. it was in Ireland. It was sort of a very present and real, yes. real yeah. thing in a, in, a, in another way altogether. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, we didn't, we didn't. I mean, I think it's generally the invading that's the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think yes. Um, oh. Maybe yeah, some I think of the, Ger- maybe I think, the uh, pillage as well. I'm yeah. not sure. I don't know. I, I, I don't know I I'm not maybe, sure. I maybe go. I think some Jeremy Hardy or somebody did a sort of thing that which countries in the world has. Britain slash England yeah. not had a you know some sort of fight yeah. war invasion with and there's about three of them that they, they yeah. could <laughs> and all the rest mysteriously yeah. we've been involved in in some somewhere way. somewhere along the line yes yeah. I mean just uh, but are you there stirring up trouble to, to oh no not at all I was trying to be emollient and and also say look all of this is a long time ago and it wasn't me which people don't always go with yes yeah <laughs> I always think it's a good, it's a good it's a good alibi I was I hadn't <laughs> been born yet yes I wasn't there all right okay. <laughs> Al Murray, thank you. Thank you for sharing your seven wonders with me. Uh, I now have to choose the wonder of wonders from your list of seven, the one which struck me as particularly wonderful as you described it on this podcast. These are getting harder and harder, these ones to decide. I think, I don't think I want Windows updates. It's your wonder of wonders. Uh, And I suppose it ought to be something uh, like the Channel Tunnel. But I think, because I'm a big fan of his, I think I'll make Spike Milligan your wonder of wonders. So thank you very much. Al Murray, thank Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode of My 7 Wonders, it would be wonderful if you could rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you found us. Thank you for listening. My 7 Wonders with Clive Anderson is a Stack production in association with Alaska TV and powered by the Acast Creator Network. 